Welcome to the Champagne Way, a podcast devoted to living every day like a celebration. Welcome to the Champagne Way, episode 58, Quarantini Part 2. I'm Jess. I'm Trina. And I'm Lindsay. We're coming to you once again from our own residences, just keeping up with our social distancing. So this week, we're going to say what's in our cups individually, which will probably be three very different drinks. So, (laughs) (laughs) Lindsay, you're up first. What's in your cup? Oh, it is... La Marca. Ooh. And I like how I'm showing you guys the bottle, even though our listeners can't see. But yeah, I mean, I'm still on, on that. So, uh, so yeah, I'm having that. And I'm out on my back porch doing this. So if you hear like birds chirping or dogs barking or people yelling at their kids, sorry. Well, it, it is a very beautiful day. So, yeah. So it is really, really, really nice out. You got to get out of the house when you can. (laughs) That's right. Or else we'll all go insane. Um, Uh Alrighty, Jess, what's in your cup? Well, you know, I thought I was not going to do it yet. I was going to hold off. But guess what? I jumped on the La Marca Comfy Train, too. (laughs) Wow. I'm really feeling like I should have broke out another bottle of La Marca this week. I do have one upstairs. But (laughs) I decided to go a little bit off uh off trend this week. Well, uh oh, what did you do? I yeah, actually, what are you drinking? I'm not drinking champagne. Oh my god! What? what? <laughs> I, I'm actually drinking a bottle of wine, which I brought to show you guys as well, <laughs> even though no one else oh, can okay. see it. Um, and this is actually uh, from Cooper's Hawk when we went down to Disney, like what feels like two years ago. Um, <laughs> it's about a year and a half I'm ago. Re- I'm wearing my Disney shirt. Oh, are you? <laughs> Yay! See, I'm on trend with you right now. Then. Um, yeah, actually, I have a bottle of Sweet Red um, that we got when we were down there, and I hadn't drank it, and so I decided this week I was going to go through my wine collection, and I, since I had already opened this bottle, um, I decided I was going to keep drinking it until it's gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's how to do it. And it's delicious. I mean, we all know I love Cooper's Hawk, and if you have one in your local area, it's a great place to eat, go drink. Um I mean, it's a genius thought process where you can do a wine tasting bef- while you're waiting for your table. Yeah, so, it really is. I don't understand why all restaurants don't do that. <laughs> right? I mean, right. So whenever uh, this all passes and you have one near your area, go check it out. That's for right. For sure. That is right. And if they serve alcohol in your area, buy a bottle from them and have them deliver it to you while you're self-isolating. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. That's right. Okay. All right. Do we have any champagne shout outs this week? Well, we just want to do a quick shout out to all the um, healthcare workers who were pretty much just on the front lines um, in the hospitals, um, basically just uh, taking care of all the craziness right now. Um, so shout out to them um, and shout out to all the grocery store workers who are also working. Um, thank you is what we want to say. Uh, also yeah. to our our justice people because Miss Lindsay yeah. here has been working her tail off along with mm-hmm. her husband. So yeah. I feel like that's uh, <laughs> something I, I think you said last time in the last episode is that uh, uh, unfortunately that doesn't stop when everything goes into quarantine. People yeah. have the, the right to uh, 
all what is it fair trial justice all that <laughs> they have a right to a speedy trial and there are constitutional laws in effect that we can't like they're in jail we can't push it push it farther yeah so which is something you, a lot of people probably don't think about so no so yeah. you are an essential worker that's right that's right you hear that husband <laughs> essential <laughs> worker <laughs> um well, so on this episode, Lindsay has also been working her tail off on trying to uh, get us organized. And she's come up with mm-hmm. like a fun thing that we, we, well, she asked us questions and, and we've come up with this fun list that she's going to tell you all about now. Yeah, guys. So everybody is stuck at their house um, with limited things to do. So what we thought we would do is put a list together of 10 categories and each of us would give you a suggestion. Um, you know, it could be something to watch. It could be something to do. But that way, you just have other options, maybe, besides what you're already doing. Um, so, yeah, this is just our recommend, our quarantine recommendation list. Yeah. I'm excited mm-hmm. about this. So, what's yeah, the first so one? So, okay. So, the first one I ask you guys is, guys, is your favorite TV show. And essentially, this could be whatever medium, uh, channel, streaming service, whatever. So, it's kind of a free-for-all. So, Jess, what is your favorite TV show right now? Um, So, my favorite TV show right now is Last Week Tonight with John Oliver. Um, So, yeah. So, have you guys, any of you guys watched this? I think so. Is he, is he British? He is. Is He's British. (laughs) He is British, although he just became a U.S. citizen, Um, and he's very kind of dorky looking when he wears glasses and suits, Um, and he used to be on uh, Stephen Colbert. Is Um, he dark-headed or light-headed? Dark-headed. Okay, I know who you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, he he has his own show on HBO, um, and it basically comes on Sunday nights. And it's like a satirical late night wrap up of the week's news. Um, so he, he always does like these different segments. So the first part is always like what's just happened um, on the week. Um, and then he always has these really funny um, kind of segments. And now this and it's it's really hard to describe, but it's just sometimes like just the most random stuff that's happened. Um, or these like really random, like, um, he focuses on just, just crazy stuff. Um, and then he'll focus like really in depth on a news story. Um, like he focused one time on, um, inmates in Florida, um, or inmates that have served their, served their time trying to get their uh, right to vote back. Um, so like stuff like that, like that, I didn't even know, like, so I always learn some stuff. Um, he also, uh, there's also lots of mascots involved. He has a collection oh, yeah, of mascots. That. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's just really funny. Um, and so he was on hiatus, um, just for a week or so, but he's coming, um, back Sunday, the, um, uh, end of March. Uh, I have to get my dates right. The 29th. Um, And he will be uh, filming from his house. Oh, well, yeah. Nice. Um, And you can also catch up on all of his back catalog of all the shows ever on HBO Go and HBO Now. 
So would it still be relevant to go back and binge some of those? Yeah, it, even if all of the current, like, even if all the news has happened, because obviously he, he touched, like, he'll talk about current news. But, like, yeah. all the stories, like, on the, like, back 15 minutes of the show, you can still learn about all kinds of stuff. Like, you can learn about the crossing guard zebras um, that are in, I think it's in Venezuela. Oh, Okay. They're, they're super fascinating. Like, yeah, you can go back and learn all about stuff all over the globe. Hmm, that's um, pretty cool. I wish we had those here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, all right. I, yeah, I recommend. So that's HBO. If you would yes. like to go watch that last week yeah. tonight with John Oliver, that's Jess's mm-hmm. pick. Trina. Yeah. What is your pick? So I actually changed my pick from what I originally told you. Um, what? Yes, I did. <laughs> because I started watching um, a show on Apple TV that actually I've referenced in a previous episode. Um, there was a book that I read called Are You Sleeping? That was about um, a podcast. It was like, kind of like a story about a podcaster who's talking like uh, doing um, like investigating a story or a murder that happened like 20 years prior and like basically it unfolds because she thinks that the person who got put away was it's innocent I mean we've all fallen into those like crime drama mm-hmm. things so that's, oh yeah I thought the story when I read the book was so interesting because it, again it was coming from like a pod- podcast perspective and I thought that since we podcast and we also love crime podcasts that I oh, yeah. could read and I read the whole book it was amazing but what how I found that book was because I saw a preview for this TV show. Um, the TV show they're actually calling Truth Be Told. And it stars um, uh, Octavia Spencer as oh. a podcaster. Yeah, she's she's the, the character Poppy Parnell who runs this um, this podcaster or this podcast that is actually um, what is she calling it? I'm trying to remember. But basically she's um, She's basically wanting you to rethink uh, about the case and kind of decide, like, do you think this person is actually innocent or guilty? And yeah, I listened to this after you recommended it or, or read it or something. Yeah, and the, so the book was pretty good. Um, yeah. The show is completely different. Like, they, they definitely took inspiration mm-hmm. from the story. Like, some of the characters are the same and the names are the same. But it's interesting to see how they've converted that now into a TV series and made it more dramatic. Definitely more dramatic Ooh. than the book. Um like someone's already died that was alive in the book. Someone else doesn't exist that was in the book. I mean, it's one of those things where it's like, it's very different, but um, if you're into, you know, crime podcasts and into uh, murder mysteries, I think this is a good show to watch. And like Octavia Spencer's amazing. So, you know, it's going to be good because of that. Um, Okay. What's the name of it again? It is called truth be told. Truth be told. Okay. And where can you find it? It's on Apple TV. It's one of their new shows on Apple TV, Um, which I know not everyone has that. But um, I think when we got our cell phones changed out last year, AT&T gave us a year of it for free. Okay. But yeah, they've got their own TV network now. Awesome. Awesome. Well, check that out if you have Apple TV. Yeah. Now, Lindsay, what's Uh yours? Oh, MG, if you uh-huh. have been living under a rock, <laughs> mm-hmm. then you you probably already watched this. But it's Tiger King, Murder, Mayhem, and Madness. Mm. Oh, Lord. All right. What about, have y'all started? <laughs> yes, I am on episode four, three. I'm four okay. episodes in. Mm-hmm. You guys, I'm done. I'm finished. I need to rewatch it. Okay, so if you don't know what this is about, 
Like, this could not have come at a more perfect time. Yeah. <laughs> so, what do you get when you mix a gay polygamous tiger zookeeper, zookeeper that can turn straight men gay? Mm-hmm. You get a train wreck that you cannot stop watching. There's meth. There's country music. There's orgies. There's murder. And there's a presidential election. You have got... It hasn't got there yet. Oh, my God. What? I read about that. <laughs> yeah. so I knew that spoiler. But I'm like, yeah, it's crazy. I didn't get what? Yeah. yeah, you'll get there. You'll get there. Keep watching. I'm not there yet, but I've heard about it, so I can't wait till I get to that point. But even just in like the first two episodes, it was like, what is happening? Yeah. Really? Like, it's... yeah. Episode two really just got me, especially like the twist at the end where I, oh, there's another disappearance, mystery. Like, mystery. There, it's just. There's not one normal person on that show. No. <laughs> And you guys have got to uh, keep a lookout for all of our um, our memes. We've been doing the coronavirus memes, but I have a ton stacked up for the show. A ton of these. I can't wait. Get excited! (laughs) I can't wait. Are there going to be any spoilers in those memes or? Uh, not that you wouldn't get. Okay. Like, not unless you know. So it's about this guy named Joe Exotic, and he has. a, a zoo like a like a personal zoo mm-hmm. and maybe kind of breeds baby cub tigers to make extra money like on the down low and then there's a tiger sanctuary owned by this woman named carol who may or may not have killed her husband and fed him to lions and they have essentially like back and forth like all kinds of stuff. Anyway, it's so interesting. He ends up marrying several guys total, too, though, at one time. Yeah. Anyway, it's unreal. Uh, he also does, like, country music videos. And oh, it's, God. Mm-hmm. It's, like, legit. Had a TV network, apparently. Oh, and yeah, then, the TV network. Yeah. Uh, let's also not forget about the guy from South Carolina who's also a pivotal part of this uh, whole storyline, it seems, who oh, runs, like, his own polygamous cult tiger sanctuary. <laughs> Orgy. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, that... Oh, my God. Yeah, like, the one little part where they talked about taking the baby cub tigers to Vegas to lure women in so they could have... Huh, yeah. What? Yeah, it's just crazy. It's insane. But, yeah, Unreal. everyone should watch that show. So, that would have been, I think, our, everyone's recommendation. <laughs> if, so, yeah. yeah. So, do you... So, this just dropped on Netflix, what, this past weekend, was it? Yeah, yeah, like, within the last week. So, do you guys think that Netflix already had this in the can, and they were waiting to, like, drop it, like, in a month or so, and then this social distancing and lockdown everywhere and everything hit, and Netflix was like, oh, let's just go ahead and put this out? Like, what do you think? I don't know, but it is... Genius, whatever I'm, they did. I'm with you, Jess. This was probably something that was either going to be during summertime, or it was going to be um, like they were going to hold off and, and do it like at um, Christmas time or something. You know, like kind of like how they did Making a Murderer. Like all of a sudden, it got dropped when you're sitting at home indoors for a long yeah. period of time, anyways. So uh, yeah. I think this was probably going to be dropped at some point in time, but I don't think it because there was no hint about any of this 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 kind of came up out of nowhere so i do think they dropped it like really early right which like sometimes netflix just drops random content and you're just like oh what is this but i just 
I I just cannot believe this crazy of a this and it's everyone sitting at home and it's I don't know. Yeah, that's just what I think. This is uh, this is pretty much just like when Making a Murderer came out. Like this is the show to uh, to be in the know about. If you don't understand what people have been posting on social media that has to do with tigers or Joe Exotic, go watch the Tiger yeah. King. That, yeah, that's, that's on Netflix, guys. Again, Tiger King. It should be like the first thing that pops up. Yep, it I, is. Let's roll on to the second thing. Your favorite reality show right now could be old, could be new, could be something blue. Jess. Um, so I'm not that much of a reality show watcher. I just, it's not really my digs. Um, but, and I, I asked Lindsay, I was like, does this count? I'll tell you what I do watch most of the time on TV and I'll just have it on the background. I have it on just any old time. That is snapped. Oh yeah. on um, oxygen. I mean, Will is just like, oh, you just have you on your murder show again. Um, <laughs> if you don't know what Snapped is, um, and it's been on since like the early two thousands. Oh, long this, time. <laughs> it's been on. They're they're on season like fifty something, probably. Um, this is a show um, where it is about real murders that have happened and it's a mixture of like real police footage i guess um and then interviews with the people who were involved or like the family members and with the investigators um and uh maybe some recreation of the crime but not usually it's really usually pretty much the investigators and like the police footage um and they're pretty much narrating the uh like before life of the person that happened they're like laying out the story and then they're talking about the murder and then they're talking about like the trial um and it's usually 98 percent of the time a woman that like just committed a murder in the heat of the moment um usually against her lover husband whatever um and yep i cannot get enough of it it's such a good show like i'm like oh i'm just like sitting on the couch scrolling through facebook let me put snapped on yep yep and it's probably pretty relatable for everyone stuck in the house with their significant other right now that's true very true it's a good recommendation where can you watch (laughs) snapped um if you have uh the oxygen channel um it is pretty much on all the time there's there's usually uh yeah so we have i guess cable or like i have youtube streaming so i have the oxygen channel um, you can usually find a snapped marathon happening pretty much 24 7, it seems. Cool. Well, great. All right, Trina, what about you? Reality show. <clears throat> Mine's an oldie but a goodie uh, Project Runway. I am obsessed with that show. They, they've just come out with like a new season that's on a new network, I, I think Bravo again, with uh, new hosts, new mentors. But my favorite is the old school episodes that they have on Hulu. So. Mm-hmm. Because it switched from like different networks, it was on Bravo at one point, then it was on uh, Lifetime, and then now, like I said, it's back on Bravo. Um, there's Project Runway, and then there's Project Runway All Stars, and these are just the uh, shows about like fashion design, which uh, really I have like no interest in designing clothes myself at all. But this show <laughs> makes me think that one day I could. Um, also, it kind of makes me like realize like some people go into career fields where they are not good at what they think they're good at. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, love, that's I, fun. I love Tim Gunn when he's always just like, this is a matter of taste level. 
which basically is saying you don't have good taste. Yeah. <laughs> or they call someone out. Like a mean judge is always fun when they're like, wow, what were you thinking? That's ugly. <laughs> or, Dang. Yeah. I mean, they're kind of brutal, but it's all it's kind of awesome. Um, and it's a competition. Yeah. It's a competition show. show. So I mean, and it's one that honestly I can watch over and over again. Uh, and I have watched it over and over again, all the different seasons on Hulu. And like I said, they also have the All-Stars, which is when they bring back some of the, um, the best people people who've, who've been in previous seasons because they have had like 18 seasons now I believe so and then the all-stars I think they've had about six so it's kind of, it's a it's a good show you get to know some of the characters especially ones the all-star that come back um, and it's kind of cool just to see what kind of challenges they throw at them they have these unconventional challenges like if you only want to do one thing watch one episode look for an unconventional challenge episode and that's usually when they give them like a hundred dollars and they give them like some requirement to go into like a pet store or like a a dollar store or Home Depot or something like that and they say here's a hundred dollars you have to make an outfit in one day only using items that you can find in this store so it's just cool to see what they come up with sometimes it's really awesome Ooh. designs and sometimes it's a hot mess uh yeah, yeah. i would imagine yeah but the, oh cool man stuff. what about you Lindsay? mine is another netflix show that just came out like probably about a month ago it's called love is blind mm-hmm. okay oh, it's a dating show it's oh, a God. ridiculous concept okay so there's 15 women, there's 15 men, they're all segregated, and then they have to go into these pods where they can't see each other and date everyone. Mm -hmm. And then over a couple days, I think it's three or four days, they narrow it down and end up hopefully getting engaged. Wow. Without ever having to see each other. Wait, so, okay, because I've, like, kind of seen the trailer on Netflix, but not really. So they date, but they still don't see each other, but they date? Right. Yeah, they get engaged before they can see each other. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I, I think three days in is when they have to propose or like not. Yeah, that's crazy. Three days is not enough time to uh -huh. pick a person to be like, I want to marry you. I've never even met you before, but I've talked to you. I mean. But they've had like at this point, because you narrow it down, like some of these people have talked like 13 hours a day. Mm -hmm. So without having to see. So. Then they propose, and and then the next day they get to see each other. That's an episode and a half. So then there's a whole bunch of other things. So then they go, like, on a vacation together. Then they have to move in together, introduce them to their families, uh, kind of figure out what's going on. And then, guys, they have to go pick out a dress pick their flowers, pick everything and go to the altar and then tell the other person if they want to get married or not. Wow. They actually make what? them go all the way to that point before With they'll With their say no. families. Oh, no. What if yeah. that's not the kind of wedding they wanted? Oh, Too no. bad. I really hope that there's like at least one episode where someone says no and the whole family just goes, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> like a, an it, audible sigh. <laughs> it's really interesting. I mean, uh, it, it, it's insane. It actually was filmed and based in Atlanta. Everyone that was in it had to live in Atlanta. Um, so it's actually really interesting. And I've listened to a couple of podcasts with some of the people that were on it. This filmed like a year and a half ago. So these people have kind of had to keep it hush hush. Wow. Since then. A lot yeah. can happen really? in a year and a half. I mean, considering uh, a lot has happened now in like a month. 
Yeah, so it's very interesting. It's really interesting to see the dynamics of a relationship like that. So definitely worth the binge. It is yeah. like a social experiment. It yeah. sounds like it. it yeah, really so does. again, that's on Netflix. So check that out. I might do All that. Right. Well, All right. We'll see you on Netflix. Our, <laughs> yeah, our, uh, number three is our recommendation for Netflix series. All right, Jess, what about you? What's your uh, Netflix series recommendation? All right. Well, I'm keeping it with a kind of true crimey, in a way, um, kind of recommendation. So I actually um, binged this. So it's The Stranger, um, and it's an eight-part series, and it's British. Um, And I actually binged this um, one weekend. I was staying with my parents, and my mom and I binged this um, pretty much over the course of two days. Um, and I don't want to give away too much because it's, it is literally full of twists and turns and you just, you do, you just want to keep on being like, yep, Netflix, just play the next episode. Mm -hmm. Um, so it's, uh, so pretty much what happens when a stranger enters, um, your quiet life and lets loose the secret that will rock the very foundation of your world. Oh, dang. About you or about them? About you. Oh, oh, oh. Whoa. So like, so, so the main character, uh, so just a random stranger enters your quiet life, your quiet, your quiet life. And they just let loose a secret about your family, about your family. Um, it just rocks the very foundation of your quiet little life. Um, so I'm just saying you will binge it nonstop. Oh, okay. But everything happens in eight episodes. Okay. Okay. All right. Hmm. We'll leave it, it at that. You'll, we'll leave it at it. It's based off of a book, um, which I got, um, and I'm excited to read it and see how it compares. Perfect. All right. Well, Trina, what's your Netflix recommendation? Uh, well, I, it's another new show, uh, new series on Netflix, and I just started watching it. It's called 100 Humans. So I've seen this like come up, so I'm interested to hear what you say about it. This is kind of just an interesting show to kind of be in the background. If you're looking for some sort of like background noise kind of show, this is perfect for that. Um, okay. I mean, it is actually a really, really interesting show, but sometimes you just need those that you don't have to pay attention to the entire thing. Um, yeah. And so this, they do experiments with a hundred people um, to test out like common theories and see if they're legitimate. So. Uh, as an example, their first episode is very interesting because it's all about like sex theories. <laughs> and um, so like one of them, I mean, they're really funny. So like the first one was um, how or the big one for the show was like, it, it does a um, guy that dances well have a higher sperm count? So because they're oh. talking about attraction and things that it, that are rumors, essentially, like when you're in the dating world, like and you're looking for a good partner. And and that's one of the rumors that kind of was a thing like um, it, it are those their attractiveness somehow have something to do with like their ability to procreate. And so they actually did uh, a test with like 10 people that they randomly put bags over their head. They had them dance. They had people rate them on their dancing skills without seeing anything else about them. And then they also had them go and test <laughs> to see what their count was and then they uh, announced it at the end so it's basically like fun science experiments in a way with yeah people. but um they do all sorts of different ones like one of the previews was actually even about uh bathroom habits so one of them was like 
putting a hundred people in a room and watching, not watching them go to the bathroom, but watching them like putting them on a toilet and making them sit there clothed with the toilet seat shut. But just to see like, what are their habits? How do they grab a toilet paper roll when they have to switch out the toilet paper roll? A lot of people (laughs) argue over, do you have to have the toilet paper pointing down or uh, pulling from underneath? Like, so how you put it on there. So they, uh, they actually have a hundred people test out how they do it and like, see what's the most common So it's a bunch of different things like that. Like each one has, it's not just one experiment within each episode. It'll have a common theme, but they'll do multiple experiments within that kind of theme in each episode. So it is kind of fascinating. Like I said, it's not one of those ones that you're going to sit there and maybe binge watch because it's not like a continuous stream of things, but it's a great background show to watch. You'll learn a few things. There's some very, very interesting things that they they tested out. Um, They also tested out like in that one about, uh, attraction um are you uh are people who are funny or more attractive and they tested that out and it was very interesting how they go about doing the tests and, yeah uh one that you'll find interesting Lindsay. they did an entire test on um uh con- convicted felons or whatever if you're like on a jury essentially and you're kind of picking out what the sentence is going to be for um a felon or someone who's been charged with a crime um what was your rate of leniency based on if the person was attractive or if they were unattractive, which was very, very interesting. So I would recommend it if you're interested in learning like little tidbits and factoids like that's, yeah, I guess it's not really fact. It's just an experiment, but well, there were a hundred random people. It's kind of, you're not going to get like a good test subject like that, I guess. Oh, that's true. That's true. But it's on Netflix. I recommend it. It's, it's pretty cool. So, Lindsay, what about you? So, my Netflix recommendation is a show called October Faction. Hmm. And it's a Netflix original. um, And it's essentially there are supernatural creatures all over the world that need killing. So, of course, like the humans have a secret special army to address the problem. Um, and so if you're into sci-fi or fantasy, you're really going to like this. There's like flashbacks and then there's also a ton of plot twists. So I don't want to give too much away, but it's definitely a good, if you like that type of stuff. That sounds pretty cool actually. Yeah. Yeah. Just- I enjoyed it. I finished the series last night actually. So is it a long series or like multiple seasons or is it? I think it, well, it's just, this is the first season. I think there are 10 episodes maybe, um, but it, it's really interesting, and it, I think it's very well shot as well. So definitely check that out. October Faction on Netflix. Cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. All right. Our fourth recommendation is podcast series besides mm-hmm. us, of course. I mean, yeah. Yeah. All right, Trina, what podcast series are you recommending? So I just started listening to one called The Left-Right Game, which I think is uh, great because you were just talking about Supernatural. This goes right in hand with that. It's um, This is my first time listening to a podcast series that is more of a storytelling podcast mm-hmm. series versus like just someone just talking and like having hosts kind of like what we do. Um, so this one, it's actually got, if, you, if you've if you watched like a lot of the Marvel stuff. Um, it's, yeah. Uh, Tess, uh, what is her name? Tess Thompson, something like that. Uh, Valkyrie. Yeah, uh, she's one of the voices in it. She's one of the main yeah. characters in it. Um, so, <clears throat> sorry. Um, yeah, it's a it's a mystery story about a young journalist. She's the young journalist in it, and she documents her own disappearance. Oh. And 
it's by playing a paranormal or a game with like this group of paranormal enthusiasts called the left right game and um it's not giving away too much but to tell like the left right game it's like it starts it says it in the trailer it's essentially like if you were to go for a drive in your car you start driving in a certain direction and you're to turn left at the first uh the first street you can turn left on then you turn right at the first right you can make and then you keep doing that over and over like first left first right first left first right first left first right over and over again and that eventually gets to this point where you're in this paranormal like situation um it's huh. you have to listen to understand a little bit more about it okay but um it starts a little slow. So I'll say this. It starts a little slow. The series just came out. So they're putting out an episode each week and it ends at the end of May. So it's only going to be a short run series, but it's, um, when it first starts out, it starts out a little bit slow. So for the first 15 minutes, you might be kind of like, mm, I don't know if I'm really into this, but hold out, listen to it. Because by the end of it, I was like, Oh my God, I need to re-listen to the second half of this again. And I need to like, I can't wait for the next episode to come out. Like, it had me hooked. Um, okay, so what's the name of it again? It's called the Left Right Game. Okay, yes. the Left Right Game. Left mm-hmm. Right Game. And you're listening to these these tapings uh, from this young journalist as she's going into this oh. game situation. And like I said, from the very first episode, you're kind of like when you start listening to it, you're like, "What is happening?" So it's fascinating. All right, awesome. Yeah. All right, Lindsay, well, what about you? So, shockingly, my <laughs> podcast series suggestion is Ghost in the Birds by Liz mm-hmm. Sauer. <laughs> she lives in Wellesley, Massachusetts. She collects ghost stories. Uh, they're really creepy. This is a true story podcast. So these things are, like, really uh, happening. And she actually has a few books that she puts a couple of the stories together, and you can get those on Amazon. But uh, she even, like, had to stop the podcast because it got so creepy, but she started it up again. So, Ghost in the Burbs is the name of it. It's so good. Check that out. Yeah, it's really good. All right, Jess, what's your podcast recommendation? Um, So, I have something that's, um, I'm recommending something that's pretty timely to what's going on. So, um, if you want to kind of get... If you're interested in diseases, which sounds kind of weird, but um, if, if you just kind of want to know what's going on right now uh, with the pandemic or if you kind of want to know some facts surrounding that, this podcast will kill you. Um, so Aaron and Aaron. Yes, it is. A, it's a great title. Um, Aaron and Aaron. Um, they're, they are an epidemiologist and an ecologist. Um, they will tell you all about diseases in an interesting yet informative way. Um, so they've done all kinds of, uh, covered all kinds of things like leprosy, um, syphilis, which like, it all sounds weird, but they kind of talk about the history. They, they talk about like the epidemiology of the disease. Um, so just, it's just really informative and interesting. And each episode starts with a delicious quarantine cocktail. Ooh. Um, so you got the cocktail going on, um, and they have a really, so just if you're wanting to check this out or binge listen, um, I suggest starting with the very first episode, which is the first one is influ- influenza will kill you, uh, which is about the 1918 influenza pandemic, which just kind of talks about the social distancing that had to go on with the 1918 mm. influenza pandemic. Um, but they also just literally just like yesterday, 
posted a five episode mini series about COVID-19. Um, so they actually talked with some experts, um, that know their stuff about what's going on. So they, they just talked about, um, what's going on globally. And they also, um, they were like 30 minute, uh, episodes, but they also kind of talked about coping like meant with your mental health, with what's going on. Um, so just some stuff to kind of like help you with what's, you know, so I'm excited about this. You're the second person who's recommended this podcast to me. So I'm excited to start this podcast for sure. Yeah. Like it's actually like super interesting. Like you would never think that learning about the leprosy colony in, um, Hawaii that they had back in the 1800s would be interesting, but it is. Hmm. So. Well, that's great. So, again, that is called This Podcast Will Kill You. So, definitely mm-hmm. check that out if, you know, uh, that's your thing or you want to even be more freaked out than you already are. Which, right. That's me. That's me. I want to be more freaked out because I'm obsessed with learning everything I can. There you go. <laughs> All right. So, our fifth category of recommendations is book. So, Trina, do you have a book to recommend? I actually do. Yeah! <laughs> so, I uh, started rereading a series that I had gone through in the past. Um, it's a book called Life as We Knew It by uh, Susan Beth Pfeffer. And it's part of the Last Survivor series. And the reason I started rereading this <laughs> during this time, yes, uh-huh. <laughs> is because, okay. like, honestly, some of the hoarding and, like, the... the, the mentality of like what people were doing in this epidemic that we're in right now when they were going to the stores and just buying everything it reminded me of something that happened in this book in the very beginning of it a different crazy thing happened in the book um so this story the first book starts with an asteroid that has hit the moon and it has knocked it closer to earth which not super close or anything like that but it's basically just knocked it a little bit different in like earth's orbit and but the cause and effect that it created instantly knocking out some satellites and communication across the entire world how it changed the seasons it changed the uh, gravitational pull it changed like the way um like earth's center like rotated and because of that it starts a chain reaction of these these effects. But one of the things that reminded me of it during this whole epidemic was like all of a sudden, like the mom immediately if this happens, tells the kids like, here's cash. You go to this store, you buy this, this, this. You go to this store, buy this, this, this. And it's like they're preparing for this. Uh, uh, who knows how long they're going to be going through this this change in the world. Okay, um, so what's the name of it again? It's called Life as We Knew It. Okay, and uh, it's by uh, Susan Beth Pfeiffer or Pfeffer, and it's it's a great audiobook to listen to. There's three in the series. I actually never got to the last one, which is why I wanted to go back and read it. Um, so the first one follows one family going through this, and they did power cycling because all of a sudden your power is going in and out, like pretty much everything on earth kind of stopped <laughs> which is oh, kind of wow. again a similar situation we're going through but not everything has stopped um, yeah but it's kind of an extreme case of it and then um the second book has to deal with a different uh, what i thought was fascinating about this is it has to do with the same impact but for a different family in new york so the first oh. family in the first book it's uh it's a family that lives in like northern pennsylvania in like a small town versus the second story uh our second book which has to do with an entirely different family in new york city and how oh god affected there which is very very different 
And then uh, the third one brings them together. And oh. uh, then there's actually a smaller one that's like a follow-up that has to do with like an extra character that's okay. intro- introduced okay. later on. So it's a very it's a very fascinating story and how it kind of merges together these two different lives. I'm okay. intrigued. Yeah, worth worth right. looking into. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jess. What's your book recommendation? I know you got plenty. Uh, I do, and I have, I will just say that I uh, am currently in every room. I have piles and piles of books <laughs> everywhere um, because that's, like, my comfort. Yes. Um, I am, thankfully, currently still working, so, like, I don't have as much reading time. But, like, whenever I do have a spare moment, I'm, like, book. And I just pick up any random book um, to read. But uh, I've actually turned to um, Cozy murdy- Murder Mysteries. Okay. okay. Which I know sounds weird with all the murder and stuff, but um, Agatha Christie, which if you don't know who that is, she's pretty much sold more books, um, I think, than she's on par or has sold more books than even the Bible. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, she's, she's, or she's like sold, she's, she's sold the same, like, as the Bible. She's, she's like the best selling author ever in the world. Wow. Um, yes. She is crazy. Um, she has, I think, uh, about 60 or so books. Dang. Um, yes. Um, and so she, she's, if you've heard of Miss Marple, um, or if you've heard of Her Girl Poirot, or if you've heard of Murder in the Orient Express, that's hmm. Agatha Christie. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, so her two main detectives are Miss Marple, who's pretty much a little old lady in her little village who just murder seems to happen all around her. Um, and she pretty much just solves the cases. Or her girl, Perot, who um, is a famous detective who goes around solving the cases. Um, you can read the books in order, or you can just read them at random, which is pretty much what I've done. Um, I made my husband go to the library before the library closed and just grab every Agatha Christie book <laughs> off the shelf. Um, and so I'm just reading them because they're just... So they're set in like the 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s. That's okay. when I wrote them. Um, and they're just pretty, for the most part, formulaic. And it, it it's just like either Miss Marple, just a little old lady solving them, or Hercule Perot. And they're just, they're just, they're the cozy murder, murder mystery. All There's, right. Um, so you can either, Amazon might be a little bit slow, um, but you can get them on your Kindle or you can listen to them as an audio book. I just, I recommend them. They're just very comforting. All right. I got the Christie, y'all. Mm-hmm. Get on that. Yep. What about you, Lynn? All right. So I started reading this a couple years ago. Um, it's a really good series. It's called End Game by James Frey. And I think it, um, <laughs> if you again, want to read about the world ending, but in like a fantasy type book, it's great. So essentially 12 teens um, have trained their entire life to play a life or death game, but so have their parents and so have their parents and their parents. So essentially it's like you are a chosen family and it's like this certain person in your family has to be prepared in case this time, this end of the world thing comes. So essentially they have to play a game. Um, and they, some of them form alliances. Some of them just want to kill everybody. They're from everywhere across the world. And essentially the winner gets to pick 
the group of people that will live. So, oh lord! So, like each chapter is a different character, mm-hmm. and so you start to really like some characters, kind of see how they grew up, how they trained, their thought processes, like what they have to lose. Like it's really interesting. Uh, there's three books in the series. Again, it's the End Game series by James Frey. Cool. So cool. Yeah. Love it. All right. Our sixth recommendation category is a cocktail. Woo. All right, Trina. What's your cocktail or drinking thing? Mine is wine rack roulette. Okay. What the <laughs> heck is wine rack roulette? So instead of, um, which I guess it also includes our liquor cabinet, but um, we've kind of just been going through. We, we really didn't drink a lot over the last year because I was pregnant. And then we haven't drank a lot since having the baby. So we've got this collection still of like all these different wine bottles that we'd gotten over the last year and a half because people still gave us wine and things to drink. So I've been going through the different wine bottles in um, our wine rack or in our wine fridge. And sometimes it's just randomly like pulling a bottle out and being like, this is what I'm drinking tonight. So and basing whatever we cook that night off of it. Um, So it's just like a little random (laughs) selection. I mean, I, I'm sure everyone at some point like has a period where it's like they get a collection of extra bottles of wine and there's not, you're not holding out for a special occasion necessarily. They just need to be drank, but a matter of when this is that time because there's no, nothing better to do. (laughs) So uh, picking random things from our wine and liquor cabinet to drink. That's a fun little game. That is so fun. But that's how I ended up with the Cooper's Hawk today. Like I said, I'm drinking the sweet red wine and it was one of the ones that we picked out a year and a half ago. And I'd held on to that because I had planned on saving it for like Christmas, I think, one year. And then, um, well, and then I ended up pregnant. So, yeah. (laughs) There you go. Well, all right. So, my new obsession is sweet tea and lemon vodka blended with ice. Yum. Y'all, it's so good. good. It's like a sweet tea slushy. You can't even taste the vodka, which is very dangerous. Um, and I think if you're in a pinch, then you can probably just use regular vodka, sweet tea, and a little bit of lemon juice. Mm-hmm. If you're in a pinch. But if you're in a pinch. pinch. You're <laughs> in a pinch. Yep. So that's definitely uh, yummy. I haven't tried it just mixed together. It's it's always been blended with some ice. Right. What, uh, what vodka delicious. brand has the lemon vodka? I don't know. My niece bought it, and she's going to Betty. Probably. I I have Deep Eddie lemon vodka. That's probably what it is. But it's really good. You cannot taste the vodka, though. That's a really good summer or springtime drink on a nice hot Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. Yeah, it's so good. All right, Jess, what about you? What's your cocktail recommendation? Um, I'm going with the standby gin and soda with the lime on the rocks. Um, although it was really nice today, and I do have some Deep Eddie lemon, and now I just want to drink that with some soda water. Yeah, that'd be good. That's that'd awesome. be good. You can, you know, that's a classic. Can't go wrong that's with the classic. Yeah. That's right. All though. right. So our seventh recommendation is a phone app, specifically a gaming app, because we all know we're probably on our phone way more than we normally are. So Trina, what uh, game app are you um, recommending? I'm recommending House Party. So, okay, yes, you invited me to this, but I've not clicked on it. What is this? So it's actually done, I'm pretty sure, in connection with Snapchat in some way. But basically, it's a uh, similar to what we're doing right now with a, a, a virtual 
uh, not virtual meeting, sorry, a video call. You can do the, a video call with multiple people, but in that video call, you can actually play certain games. So um, have you ever played Heads Up? It's a, yeah. the game that Ellen has and you use your phone for it. Well, that makes yeah. it really hard to do if you need your phone to also like FaceTime with someone, <laughs> right? Yeah. So through this app, you can actually do that. You can play the game. I guess it like pops up on your screen or whatever. And so you're somehow you're able to do um, like Heads Up. Uh, you can play Trivia. You can do Quick Draw with Friends, which is another uh, app where you can actually... Uh, draw different things, kind of like uh, Pictionary, and they've got to guess what oh, you're drawing. Fun. So it's just a neat kind of app that I've seen so far. There's a lot of different people on it. Connects to your social media, so you can play with friends, um, and then you can also uh, play with your like family, anyone that you want to invite to it, which is kind of cool. So if you're absolutely desperate to play a game with someone and interact, because just talking to people after a while, even on video chat, can get a little old. Sure. Um, there's only so many times I can make my baby say a goo on a video chat to a family member. Yeah. <laughs> so this uh, is a great alternative. So I okay, recommend Hey, well, I'll have to actually open the app. It's a free <laughs> free app, too. Yeah, so. I downloaded it. I just haven't opened it yet. All right, mm -hmm. Jess, what about you? What is your uh, recommended game? Okay, well, I cheated. Uh, this is not a phone app um, oh. because I don't have, a, I don't play any games on my phone. Okay. Uh, but it is a game it's on my it's on the nintendo switch sorry oh, that works no 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 that okay works. great um it is uh, i guess i just with everything social distancing going on i've never played animal crossing but i saw someone recommend it and so i said sure why not so i got animal crossing new horizons which is the new one that just came out um and so i'm on day three of it um, and that is the game if you have a nintendo switch um you can download it or order it um, and you um, move to a deserted island um, thanks to a loan from a shady business raccoon. <laughs> and you uh, basically can decorate, you can build your house and decorate it. And you can socialize with actual friends. So like my oh, cool. actual so like my actual friends have given me like their codes so like I can go visit them on their island and like talk mm -hmm. to them and visit them. Um, and it's actually very soothing. So like, I just go and do these tasks and, um, you do have to get out of debt from the shady business raccoon. Are you out of debt? Not yet. Um, <laughs> I, I still have to do a couple of things, but it's, you can get out of debt very easily. Um, yeah. like I have to, I have to go fishing a couple more times and stuff. Um, but like, I like to play video games. Like I like to do like those Lego games and stuff yeah. like that, but I don't like where you have to. It's very strenuous or you have to do a timer or I'm like yeah. not good at that stuff. So this game is perfect. Like there's not any like timer or any like there's no hurry up. You get to play at your own pace and do your own thing. And it's like the most perfect relaxing game for this situation that we're all in. Yeah. So like once we finish recording, I plan to go watch some more Tiger King and play Animal Crossing <laughs> and visit and socialize with friends. I'm very excited. Ooh, that's I like exciting. it. I like it. Yeah. And that's called Animal Crossing New Horizons. New Horizons. Yeah. All right. What about you, Lindsay? So, so mine is actually an app for your phone. And I think mm -hmm. I've recommended it before, but it's called My Singing Monsters. So you get all these islands. You get to hatch and breed monsters and each monster has its own tune and together they make this great song 
um, and every island's a different tune. And so there's events and you can get, you can breed rare and epic monsters. It's kind of one of those, like, you don't have to think a lot games. Um, it, you know, you don't lose. So <laughs> it's just kind of easy. Uh, and the little monsters sing and they're so cute. That sounds super cute. Yeah. And they're nice monsters. They don't eat you. <laughs> so again, that's my singing monsters. If you just want kind of a fun game, like you can play with friends too. So they can send you keys for stuff. Cool. All right, so our eighth recommendation is board games. All right, Jess, what, um, about, it? what about it? Trivial Pursuit. Ooh, I think everybody knows what Trivial Pursuit is. That's right, it's so now, fun. Jess, do you play the original, or do you play, like, uh, an actual, like, um, specific one? No, we play the original, like, Trivial Pursuit, and it, it can be hard. Like, I yeah. always really suck at the, I guess it's the geography one. Yeah. Um, I am always really bad at that, and um, it, but I'm usually in the lead um, up until uh, the very end where you have to, like, roll to get in the middle. Like, you have to roll this certain yeah. number to get in the middle. Um, and then that's when Will usually beats me. Oh, um, but it's really, I just enjoy like trying to guess the questions or yeah. to answer the questions. Like that's the most fun part. Well, um, and I think it's fun too. They have different categories. Like I went to uh, Barnes and Noble on Monday and they had a Harry Potter edition. <gasps> really? Yeah. Uh, oh. I almost got it. It was $50. Oh God. That's so expensive. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so you can get the, you know, the, the regular Trivial Pursuit with the different um, categories. Like, yeah, with, like, the literature, geography, sports, yeah. like, all that. But I'm sure they have, like, so they have Harry Potter. I'm sure they have, like, a Disney edition Probably. or something. Um, yeah, so it's just, like, it's just fun to see if you can, like, own somebody in knowledge. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I live with a bunch of sore losers. <laughs> so. um, well, I've got a fun game. So okay. um, tell me, tell me. We we have a game called Factor Crap. <laughs> and it's just a it's an easy, easy game. But since there's only two of us and a baby here, it's not like we're able to play a lot of games with a lot sure. of people. Um, but that's a game that's easily adaptable to just two different people because essentially mm -hmm. you read different statements and uh, you have like these little coin type pieces that say fact on one side and crap on the other. And you have to throw it down and say like, do you think that that statement is fact? It's true. Or is it false? So it's basically a true or false game, but fact or crap. Ooh. And you, we get into it and sometimes yell like, Fact, crap, and throw that little <laughs> thing down on the table. Um, but that's actually a, it's a fun game to play. It's really easy. And you don't have to worry about a bunch of rules or anything like that. It, like you said, Jess, it's kind of fun to own someone and being like, uh -huh. I know things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, it's an easy one to, to, to play socially. Uh, we've actually even brought it with us on road trips to just play in the car. Um, no. so. Oh, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah. But perfect for, perfect for two people, five people, doesn't matter. Factor crap. Yeah. Love it. Love it. What about you, Lindsay? So, my board game recommendation is called Telestrations After Dark. Okay. So, the After Dark part means it's adult. <laughs> uh, oh. So, it's like the game telephone, but funner. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, you know, like when you whisper in somebody's ear and it goes down, and by the end, you're like, you don't know what you're going to get? Yeah. Uh -huh. Okay. So, you need really need probably four at least four players to like 
for it to be any fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but you draw a card and it'll have a word on it. Everybody has a different word. And so they have to draw what that word is. So then you hand it to your left and that person looks at your drawing and has to guess the word. So then they write down the word. Then they hand it to the next person and that person looks at their word and has to draw it. And then they hand it to the next person. That person has to guess the word. So it keeps uh-huh. going. And so by the end of it, you get this ridiculousness. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah. And so then you go back. And it's really funny. It's just, and you can keep score. We never do. It's just kind of like a funny little thing. That's yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Love it. Some people, yeah. Can't call. I want to play that at some point in time. That sounds like mm-hmm. everybody. Yeah. Like, you know, once all this it, quarantining ends. <laughs> yeah. We might could actually play that like on um, like a FaceTime or something like that. We could try that out. All right. All right. For our ninth recommendation, what has been your favorite snack or meal? Well, <laughs> we all pick snacks. Spoiler alert. Um, ours, ours, I go, go, our snack goes with a lot of our meals lately because a lot of our meals have been either burrito or quesadilla or just anything wrapped in a tortilla related. Yeah. And so now what goes with that? Chips and salsa. Yeah. We've gone through more chips and salsa than I'd actually like to tell you because it's quite embarrassing. That's okay. <laughs> Our That's diet, okay. I feel like has been made up of chips and salsa for at least the last two weeks. <laughs> it's fine. Um, so are many you bags. making your own salsa? Oh, no, no. We have like these gigantic <laughs> things of like paste picante. Well, like um, I was about to say, like, what's your favorite? Yeah, we've just gone with the the... Good, easy, medium, paste picante. It's it's good stuff. I also bought, like, apparently 20 blocks of cream cheese because I forgot that I bought it at one store, so I bought it at another store. Uh, so my favorite thing is to take a little bit of cream cheese, like a block of it or a half block, put it in a dish, and pour the salsa over the top of it. Oh, and yeah. like, scrape oh. across the cream cheese and get yeah. the salsa. It's so good. Um, so, yeah. And we've eaten an embarrassing amount of chips and salsa. That's okay. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's fine. Tis- it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Anything I mean, fun. I mean, Trina, I've had, um, so I've had carrot cake, uh, and vanilla ice cream for dinner more than once. Um, <laughs> yep. And that's your recommendation. Right? And that's my recommendation. So it's actually from a specific bakery baked on eighth, but, um, Will's birthday was just last week. And so before this bakery closed, um, for quarantine purposes, um, I went and got him a birthday cake. And so it was pretty large because that's what they had available. So, you know, um, we've just been eating cake a lot. <laughs> you got to eat before so, it goes bad. <laughs> uh, right. And so I've just had that for dinner and it's just been really delicious. And I've just been telling myself pretty much just, I'm like, oh, that's okay. This is an extraordinary time. And it's yeah. just been really comforting to have cake and ice cream for dinner. And I'm okay with it. Ooh. Okay, so my uh, go-to snack has been raw peppers and garlic hummus. Oh, that's healthy. You guys, before the apocalypse, I hated peppers. Raw, cooked, anything. But with the apocalypse, you like him? So, Stacy had cut up some, like, colorful. They were green and red and orange and yellow to dip in. And I was like, oh, I just, I don't like peppers. And they're like, oh, well, try it. And I'm like, yeah. Uh, y'all, I tried one. That's I bet amazing. you have eaten 20 peppers in the last week. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> well, then I ran awesome. out of peppers. So guess what I used? What? 
raw ramen noodles. Oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. Times, so are, times are tough over there. <laughs> I know. That'll work in a pinch. Um, Stacy went to the grocery store and got me more. Like, Jay's like, who are you? I'm like, I have no idea. <laughs> like, it is unreal. Like, I detested peppers before this, y'all. Are you, are you sure you don't have the coronavirus? I hear it affects your uh, sense of smell and taste. Taste bud. <laughs> yeah. Not, I'm pretty sure I don't. At least I don't know if I do. I'm not pregnant. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, I've already, like, checked everything. I think maybe... I was a drama queen before this apocalypse. And now you like peppers. Now I'm not. <laughs> okay. Go. Yeah. There you so, go. Hey, you know, you're in quarantine and you've got a limited menu. Like, try things that you thought you didn't like and see if you like them now. There you go. That's a good rack. Yeah. All right. So our tenth, not necessarily recommendation, but the place that we miss the most. Jess. What do you miss? Oh, y'all. All right. Listen. Listen. A sheet of frozen ice. The sound of the puck hitting the boards. A frozen whiskey coat. Coke. Coat. <laughs> this is this is this is what it's done to me, okay? Um, chance of you suck. It's Pred Pocky, y'all. Bridgestone oh. Arena. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's what I miss. Yeah. That yeah. is what I miss. The smell of the catfish. Yes, the smell of that catfish. Oh, yeah. Just, you know people in general sitting next to you <laughs> yeah that's that's right all the all those people the arena full of people Fred Pocky I don't even care if we lost the game by like 10 goals I don't care at this point yeah yeah because yeah. hey, you're not getting it in any way since you can't even listen to away games it's like everywhere no, no. so no we, I just I just want to go like drink some drinks and go there to Bridgestone and go see some hockey Oh, man. Yeah. So. Miss it. Yeah. yeah. I just miss, like, restaurants, you guys. Like, I want to go eat somewhere. Yeah. Yes. And I found this Chinese place with a dim sum cart. And <gasps> I want to, and they have it Where? on the weekends, but you have to eat there. It's in West Nashville. I want to go. I know. I want to go there. Me too. <sighs> I just, I'm an extreme extrovert, y'all. So this, I mean, I am getting to go to work some days, um, but still, like, not going where you want to go, I guess, is the issue, right? Mm-hmm. All right, Trina, Trina. I miss Lindsay's house. I know. You guys <laughs> have, like, illustrations. There's, like, a limited number of places I can go with my baby. And, like, yeah. I, I haven't really been able to do much lately. So it's pretty much been work and home and restaurants and then going to Lindsay's. Um, and then having you guys over here for the podcast. So I know. Yeah. Like, yeah. as far as getting out again, you know. I, I am I would be excited to go back to work, but I'm not going to say that. I, I want to go to other places, <laughs> and so yeah, I miss going to Lindsay's house. And like, sorry, there's a dog barking. Being, I'm still outside. <laughs> being introduced to new random shows that she's got on TV, like you know the Love Is Blind show that she made me watch. And <laughs> oh, I did make you watch an episode or two that. of that, didn't or, I? Or the the Pimple Popper. That's how yeah. I'm oh, yeah. mad about that. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> her trying to torture me by making me participate with puzzles. Or I'm just saying, <laughs> we got a 2,000 piecer up there right now working on it. It's Pixar. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, I think, and in, in, in general, I just miss going places to other people's houses, even my sister's yeah. house, or or going to visit my friends in Murfreesboro. Like, I just, I miss people and being around people. I'm with you, Lindsay. I'm very extroverted, so I like to be around people and to do things. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Uh, 
it kind of sucks not being able to just do whatever you want, whenever you want right now. That, yeah. That's what it is. I just miss being able to be like, oh, okay, I'm just going to run to this store and go pick up stuff instead of like the store is now like a place where like, I'm going to go to the store. Like it's yeah. a big deal yeah. to go to the store right now. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, I haven't actually been anywhere in over a week now. So it's, yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's getting to me now. Yeah. But yeah. Well, yeah, guys. So those were our recommendations. Hopefully this will make your quarantine a little bit easier. Mm-hmm. Make yourself one of our co- recommended cocktails or just pour a glass of champagne. And binge, listen, or play whatever we recommend because we're pretty much geniuses. We're experts, yeah. clearly. So, um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, yeah. and uh, we're all drinking about the same thing this week, quarantine. Because yeah, we're still quarantine. here. That's, that's what we're drinking about, guys. Um, yep. But for our next episode, we would love to know what you guys are drinking about because that is going to be a lot of what we're talking about. We want you to submit all of your stories. The yeah. good, the bad, the ugly. What have you been experiencing during your quarantine? We want to know it. And if you have video footage or picture footage, we want that too. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And you for can sure. submit that to oh. us by emailing it to us at info at the com. You can DM us on Instagram or on Facebook at the Champagne Way on either of our pages. Uh, and you can also send it to us in our Champagners group on Facebook. So yep. let us know. We want to hear your story. We do. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everyone. Yes, yes. Thanks for listening. Happy quarantine. Stay safe. And healthy. <laughs> and indoors. Cheers. Goodbye. Bye.